You're listening to Our Two Cents with the team from SGL Financial, building wealth for life. Steve Lewitt is the president of SGL Financial and Gabriel Lewitt is the CEO. They're here to discuss all the latest in financial news, trends, strategies, and more. Hey, good morning, guys. It's Gabriel Lewitt and Steve Lewitt here of Our Two Cents. Welcome to another episode of our show. I think we're on ep- I have no idea what episode number we're on. 60 something. Yeah, I think. Been, it's been a it's yeah, been a long time. 60 60 is yeah. good. I mean, uh we 60 is great. <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking episode numbers or something else? <laughs> something else. Yeah. Oh man. Uh hopefully you're out there. You're having a great day, a great morning. It's a little cloudy here by us. We're uh we're recording this uh, morning time today and uh looking forward to you know again to spring I, i'm just ready for spring i thought you were going to say yeah it's cloudy out but we're all sunshine here of course we are <laughs> i mean <laughs> it's friday just spreading <laughs> for the us light. for us we're recording this on friday i think you're getting this a sunday <laughs> right. if you're getting this via our email and not our oh by the way speaking of that if you automatically subscribe to us i should plug this more via iTunes and those kind of things. I think you get a notification the day that we actually upload it, uh, which is usually earlier than the actual email that we send out. So you can get you can get it really like in real time. Folks, that will take away your anticipation. You're, you're, you're <laughs> waiting, your desperation to hear our voices. Yeah, because sometimes we record these on Wednesdays and sometimes on Thursdays and sometimes on Fridays. Uh, so you'll get it, you know, sooner if you want to be like the kind of person that's first in line. <laughs> uh, although don't cut in line for your vaccine shots. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a good show for you today. Yeah, I got my first shot. I know. Well, you said that last time. Did I say that yeah. last time? Oh, okay. Yeah. I, wasn't, uh, I wasn't sure. Yeah. So, uh, okay, then I'm my next shot <laughs> is coming up next uh, next week. Oh, do you want to talk about this first? Well, we were going to save this for later, but we'll bring it up now. What happens if you get fully vaccinated, Dad? There's a very special offer that a, a local business has made available to you. Well, uh, I can get a free Krispy Kreme donut. Whoa. If I get vaccinated. A free Krispy Kreme? Yes. yes. No. How, yes. Do, how does that work? Give us uh, a scoop. Well, it says here that you just uh, show up, you go to the webpage, and you get a little certificate that says you get a free Krispy Kreme donut. Well, I didn't go to the webpage yet because I haven't been vaccinated yet. Well, that sounds like a good deal. Yeah, and uh, Krispy Kreme donuts are not good for my uh, <laughs> folks. Wa- so waistline. here's folks. So here's the deal: you you save the world because of herd immunity. And, uh, and then you get a heart and attack. And then you get a free donut. And a heart attack. And maybe a heart attack. Don't do that. <laughs> All right. Don't do that. Oh, goodness. All right. Anyways, yeah, go to CrispyCream.com. I think that's the website, hopefully. Um, and uh, check it out if you're interested. If you like free donuts or if you like uh, you know, Krispy Kremes in particular, some people love them. Do you remember when Krispy Kremes came out? Uh, I, know, I know that it used to be like bigger than it than it is today I oh think. it was it was huge i don't know how many years ago it was gabriel but uh everybody had boxes of crispy and the yeah. thing to do is to go get a crispy cream hot donut well so folks there's a there, i have a certain pet peeve and this isn't we're a little off topic to start off this yeah, show where are you going i have a pet peeve sunshine okay okay in <laughs> my one of my 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 lifelong pet pet peeves is things that are supposed to be spelled with a c that are spelled with a k mm, mm. And it's not it's not like I would totally not eat a Krispy Kreme, but I have a problem whenever I see uh, Krispy Kreme because it really just the, the C's for the K's, K's yeah. for the C's, man, it gets me every time. It, it bastardizes the uh, 
the the English language. <laughs> it's just not not that. It's just, oh. I mean, uh, it's just like uh, like if you see the word "cool" spelled with a K, like "cool." I just, I just, I can't, I can't stand it. I don't know, just me. Mm-hmm. So, but their donuts are very good. I have them, so, yeah, every now and then. So, well, so that's crispy. What about the cream part? That's with a K too. Is it just it, crispy or is it crispy? It's and both. Cream? both. It's because okay. both should be spelled with a C. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Okay, back to our show, <laughs> our scheduled programming. All right, we're going to start off today with uh, the top five tips for making a sound financial decision. All right. Okay, one of those is getting free donuts and not paying for them. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, if you're into donuts, <laughs> that is a sound Anything you can do decision. to say, yeah, save money, uh, so it was a good thing. All right. Now, the, folks, the thing here is you've got to make smart decisions in life uh, for most things. You know, whatever you do, you're trying to make a smart decision. Can, can I back up on that a little bit, Gabriel, about making smart financial decisions? You, sh- you certainly can. You know, here's the deal is that we're always making financial decisions. It's not like they come up here and there. It's like an ongoing process. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, go for, you go to Whole Foods or you go to... Um, you know, uh, Jewel or wherever you wherever you're going, and there's a financial decision to be made. You know, you're gonna do you hire the people to do your lawn? Uh, do, do you do the driveway yourself, or do you bring somebody in during, when it snows? Uh, so do you pay it, for your Krispy Kreme donut all day long? It, there are financial decisions that are confronting us, and how we handle those little decisions will feed into how we handle the bigger decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it depends on your personality too. I mean, some people fret over every financial decision. I know, I know many of you out there, uh, clients of ours that do that, and uh, I also know many of you that are on the opposite end of that spectrum. Like, uh, what did this cost? I don't even know. I don't even care. You yeah, know, wh- like, what, what's your budget? I don't uh, know. As long as I have money left over each month, I'm good, right? Yeah. You know. So uh, yeah, it depends a little bit on uh, your personality, and, and neither extreme is is great. Actually, I think there's a, a middle ground there. Uh, but anyways, with with that's a good point, Dad. With that that in mind, let's talk about our first tip here, and the first one's a simple one: uh, involve yourself in your finances. So if you are one of those people that are just like a what a budget uh how much do i spend uh, i talked to someone the other day and um it was just like uh, it was an interesting call because i was like how much do you spend and he's like uh, uh yeah uh and we started like adding it up together it was really wildly in- inaccurate uh, he didn't know the answers to pretty much most questions other than his mortgage he knew his mortgage payment mm-hmm. <laughs> uh then i said you know how much uh, do you need you have you projected how much you need when you retire uh n- no <laughs> i was like okay i said how much does your wife earn for income uh what? you know <laughs> so well. so and that just kept going like that and it just reminded me this to this first point here you know your very first step is just is getting into it you know is opening up the hood of your finances and taking apart uh, the parts and seeing what you got yeah, it's like some people want to look at the watch and see the time and some of the people want to just open it up and see how it works the problem with finances is that every decision you make has a repercussion, Gabriel. Yeah. You know, so if you make bad decisions, it'll come back and haunt you. Um, it's funny you were talking about that because I had a client yesterday, and we were talking about their income is 100000 okay, and they spend 42000 mm. a year. Yep. Okay. So that says you should be saving how much? 
100 minus 42. It depends on taxes and if stuff. This is all after oh, taxes. After, yeah. yeah, you know, uh, 56. Uh, you said 42? Yeah, 58. Oh, 58,000 yeah. 58, a year. So it's a guy's you're saving $58,000 a year. <laughs> <laughs> and they're looking at me and said, uh, oh. no. No, we definitely uh, don't save that much. <laughs> we, maybe 1000 a month or 2000 <laughs> So could it be that your expenses are a little higher like than you think 30, they are? $30,000 Like 30000 <laughs> And they were. Yeah. You know, so, so folks, you have to get involved because if you don't, somewhere down the line that's going to come yeah. out and, it, and bite yeah, you. Yeah, and, and we did a whole episode, I think it was a couple episodes ago, about uh, women being involved. And yeah. It goes both ways, okay? You and, know, hu- and husbands. I, the yeah. guy I talked to the other day, you know, he had no idea what his wife was earning. And uh, uh, many women have no idea what their husbands are earning or saving or anything. Just yep. saying, oh, I know, I know so-and-so's got it taken care of. Yep. Um, you want to be more involved than that. Okay, so that's our first step. Okay, tip number one was involve yourself in your finances. Tip number two is develop a financial plan. And you, <laughs> we, we, we've never said this before. We've never said this. No. no. And, but here's, so what uh, do you think of that? Think people should have a financial plan? But I want to add, add a key point to this. It's not just develop a financial plan. It, it's do it, do it now, okay? Yeah, that's good. Uh, because uh, that's good. I, get, I get people that come to me every now and then, and they, they're, they're preliminarily saying, you know, I really need a plan. I think I really need a plan. Uh, I want to retire in two years. And then we spend a meeting or two together, and they say, you know what? I, I'm just going to wait till I retire, to mm-hmm. finish creating my retirement plan. Mm-hmm. And that, I, guys, I don't mean to be direct here. That is such a bad idea, <laughs> but I'll be direct. Be direct. That is such a bad idea to wait. And the reason for that is just if you if, – it's kind of like we have other people that uh, we, we really encourage you not to do this, okay? But you, you make a decision financially, a big one, and then you call us afterwards to say, hey, Steve, guess what I did? Yeah, right. You know, uh, I paid off that mortgage. Yeah, I, I took 200000 and I paid off the rest of my mortgage lump sum. Uh, I hope that's okay. Yeah, right. And then you run the numbers like, well, that really wasn't a smart <laughs> idea. Uh, you know, so, guys, if you wait until you retire, uh, a lot of things that you have uh, the opportunity to do to improve your retirement are then too late. It, and that all has to do, Gabriel, I think, why do we procrastinate on important things? Is it because we don't think it's that important? I, you know, if Why, I, you know, to if, me it's, if it's, I could answer that, I mean, I, I would. I, I really don't know the answer to that. I, it's I just mean, people. I, I mean, it's so logical and rational to have a plan. You know, you're driving from here to California. What's the first thing you do? You're going on a vacation. What's the first thing you do? Well, you, yeah, that'd be the equivalent of saying, okay, if I'm going on a big trip across the country, I'm not going to plan it out uh, a week or two weeks or a month before. I'm going to wait till the morning that I'm leaving for the trip. And then I'm going to do a mad scramble to make sure I know where the heck I'm going and how to get there and that I have everything I need. Yeah. And then, then it comes to a financial plan, which is the most important thing you need for the next 30 years. And people say, you know, uh, yeah, I'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so folks, uh, not going to overemphasize this. We've got a lot of great topics for today. But have a plan and uh, plan now. Plan ahead. <laughs> I think that's the message. Don't uh, yeah. wait. Don't yeah, wait. Don't wait. Okay, number three, uh, review and actually actually understand uh, your investments. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I say this because if you were in our shoes, uh, we talked to, again, so many people, and uh, 
uh, you say, okay, what are you invested in? And like, um, uh, yeah, I think I've got some stocks and some bonds yeah. and it's conservative uh, portfolio. Well, what did you earn last year in your conservative portfolio? Well, and, and, and not even like I get that, you know, 40. earnings, you know, sometimes people don't pay attention to their earnings as much as they should, but, Fee, uh, fees. but man, I mean the, if I had a dollar for every time a client had no clue what they were invested in. Uh, we'd have a lot of dollars. And uh, the, the point here is you, if you don't know what you're invested in, or even more importantly than that, why it's in your portfolio, uh, you got a little bit of a, of a problem there. And the, and the big problem is you've got a potential to have r wrong investments that are not the best for you at, at a given point in time. Plus, I buy the wrong tires for a car. You know, hey, I, I'm going to go buy tires for my car. <laughs> the guy's not going to say to you, okay, here, buy these. He's going to say to you, what is your car, and let's get the right tires. And same with the investments. They're like tires for your finances. You know, you got to get the right tires for your, uh, right investments for your, your plan. Yeah, absolutely. Did you not like that analogy? It was, I, was I was struggling with it a little bit. Why? Why? I thought, Joe... <laughs> that was good, right? Well, I was talking about not knowing the investments you own, and most oh, people you mean, you most mean people the, don't know the tires that are on their car. Right. Okay. <laughs> you mean you mean do you own mutual little. funds? You own individual stocks? Like, uh, well, no. And more importantly, like, okay, you've got a uh, like I had <laughs> I had someone that came to me and they had all these uh, all these individual stocks and I was like, you know, why do you have all these individual stocks? Like, I don't know. I, just, I don't know. I inherited them. You know, so yeah. that was literally you know they didn't even know what they were or, or why they had them or anything like that. So. Uh, and, and and the truth was they weren't great stocks and they weren't great for them and yeah know. it's kind of like buying tires for your kind of like buying yeah you know you just I won't go back there okay the the second part of that was good like making sure the tires fit your car fit that your part car. that was that was no, good that was the point okay number three tip number three oh, no that was number three number four. understanding you, what you're actually invested in okay number four make sure you can do the above but you can do it by yourself or you could do all those things we just talked about, but you can work with an advisor, someone like us. And uh, not to toot our own horns, uh, we've been around the block uh, for many, many years. Uh, we've done thousands of plans and talked to thousands of people. And, uh, you know, the, your chances of success and doing better than you could do on your own working with an advisor like us is significantly higher. And that's really the bottom line. And, and there's, so, there's a couple reasons why people tend to do things themselves. I think the primary one is they, they think that they'll save money on fees and that they'll actually do better because they've saved money on fees. Uh, but we find the exact opposite to be true. And it seems counterintuitive, but the returns that we make over and above the fees are measurable. The uh, discipline that we bring and consistency to your sticking to your plan is, is almost immeasurably important. The tax planning and savings that we get both today and in the future, the money we save people on their legacy transfer, you know, far down the road when they pass away, the protection for long-term care, all the things that you layer on top of a plan that add value can be hard to measure, but they are there. And they're so important. And, and most people will not do more than the surface level of these things that we just talked about if they're tasked with doing them on their own. Well, it, you can look at the world in two ways, Gabriel. You can say, uh, you know, I know or I don't know what I don't know. Mm -hmm. And folks who do it themselves don't know. They, they, f they think they know. Yeah. If and you look, they don't know what they don't know. And, and folks, uh, uh, an analogy I'll use is if you look at the smartest, you know, CEOs of the, in the world, you know, 
Elon Musk. You think, you know, Elon's not uh, writing the uh, rocketry formula. You know, he's hiring the smartest person he knows, right, to probably write the rocketry formulas in the world, you know, that does that. Because, you know, people that are very, very successful understand the value of hiring other people that are smarter than them in key areas. Yeah, I had a conversation a couple of weeks ago. A guy was very bright. Oh, God, was he smart. And he read everything and everything. He says, well, I can do this. What, why do I need you? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, when you looked at, the, you know, I gave him some, I said, I did this thing when you looked at using life insurance as a vehicle to create tax-free income, you know, what, what was your take on that? He said, well, I, I didn't know you could do that. Well, yeah. it, what's also ironic about that is if, if you could have done all those things on your own, but you come to us and you yeah, hadn't done well, any of why, them. And why are you talking to me? <laughs> why, if you hadn't done any of them yet, then you haven't done them on your own, yeah. which is the whole point. Uh, you know, most of the time people, even if you know how to do it or that you could do it on your own, doing it by yourself feels like more work. And most of the time people never get to it or they don't do it quite as correctly. Mm-hmm. And so, again, folks, not to toot our own horn, we're, we're really, really good at what we do, and we make money far over and above the fees that we charge. Our value um, proposition is, is incredibly high. And so keep that in mind, right? We're here to help, and uh, generally speaking, if you work with a financial advisor, uh, you're going to do uh, the right financial advisor. You're going to do better off. Okay, and last but not least, number five, our final tip, is uh, prioritizing your retirement. What does that mean? That means uh, if your kid comes begging to y- for you uh, for a down payment for their house and y- you give them money instead of saving for your retirement, uh, you are not prioritizing your retirement. Uh, and some people are, are very much givers. Some people are very much, um, you know, thoughtful. Uh, you know, they like to help other people. And sometimes they'll do that to the detriment of their own retirement. It's a tough place to be a you know, we spend a lot of time, folks, just counseling people on situations. You know, my son is a, uh, my daughter or my son is not doing well. They might be a drug addict. Uh, they're calling in and saying, hey, can you can you send me this? Can you send me that? And they're on the payroll, you know? And that payroll is sinking the parent ship. Mm-hmm. And if, if some, and some parents, when they're younger, in their mid-working years, uh, socking away tons of money for their kids' college, but uh, to the detriment of their own retirement. Thus, their own they end up working until, you know, seventy instead of sixty-two or sixty-five. I uh, had a client the other day. Uh, he he had helped the son pay off lump sum his uh, student loans, mm. and as a result, didn't you know we ran their numbers, didn't have enough money uh, to retire at uh, sixty, I think three or four, like he was hoping. Now is now is potentially going to have to work till sixty eight, sixty nine. Mm-hmm. So you know you got to understand there are you know pros and cons. Obviously, you're doing a great thing for your kid by helping them, a uh, great thing by helping others. But uh, y- the question is, are you really putting yourself last on that? Yeah, list? you know, and a lot of folks feel they're being selfish by putting themselves first, and uh, you know because they're so kind and big hearted, and they say, oh, you know, should I put myself first or should I put my you know somebody else first yeah and you know when it comes to retirement the problem is gabriel no one's going to come in and bail you out when you run out of money yeah it's just there's nobody there it's one of those times where it makes more sense to uh, put your uh it's like the airplane you know the training videos there or (laughs) put on your own mask before helping others that's right it's kind of like that it's almost uh, like buy the right tires for your car. <laughs> sure, just like just like You're just buy like the that. right tires for your car before, before you, buy you buy them for somebody else. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, so folks, that's just a recap here. Five financial tips for making sound financial decisions. Uh, involve yourself in your finances, number one. Develop a financial plan, but more importantly, do it now. Number three, uh, really actually understand your investments. Number four, work with a financial professional, <coughs> SGL Financial, um, <laughs> and uh, prioritize you and your retirement first. So if you've got questions or need any uh, guidance on those, give us a call, 847-499-3330, or go to sglfinancial.com and uh, go to our Contact Us page and give us a holler. Gabriel, I don't know how you're going to approach this next topic, having talked about Krispy Kreme Donuts. But, uh, but by the next topic, you mean what happens to your debts after you pass away? Is that where we're going? <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I know which one you're talking about. Okay, so we were going to talk about one of the topics. We'll talk about this one, actually. We, we may not have time for both. Um, okay, most of the time we talk about money, right? Uh, but we also, I don't know, you know, sometimes, I don't think everybody knows this, but we've got four, uh, four colors in our logo, and uh, we have a uh, tagline for our company. And the four uh, the four pillars in our logo stands for building, and uh, and the tagline is building wealth for life, mm -hmm. and life means uh, more than just money, okay? And money is uh, the fuel for the journey, mm -hmm. and those other elements, if you want to call them that, are health and well being, meaning and purpose, and family and friends. Mm -hmm. And so our entire philosophy here is built around making sure that the financial decisions you make, obviously, they build your wealth. But they really build you wealth in all ways in your life, not just your pocketbook. And so to that end, let's talk a little bit about something that's not directly financially related, but is uh, important for a healthy life, and uh, especially during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And that's how not to gain weight when the fridge is nearby. Ooh. And the fridge is always nearby. You know what I did last night? Mm, went I, to the fridge. I, 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 I had to have ice cream last night. <laughs> I just had to have uh, Hello, it was fridge. Pe peanut butter <laughs> chocolate chip ice cream made out of uh, coconut. At least it was coconut milk or almond milk no, or you something. You like just ruined it for me. Oh, I'm you sorry. Just, that's not ice cream. Sorry. It, it tasted like ice cream. You just ruined it for me. Oh, no. it was that good? <laughs> it's bad. It was, so how, I do I, how do I not do that? Oh, you just don't. Uh, you don't have to yeah. stop me from eating almond ice cream. I, oh. I, I, <laughs> you just said it. Almond. Yeah. So, no look, so what does money create uh, for many people? It creates anxiety. And what does anxiety do if you have anxiety in your life? It makes you friends with the fridge. It makes you, yeah, because food is a very like healing, uh, savoring thing. Or you, you know? go to Krispy Kreme. It, it makes you feel better when you eat. And uh, to feel better instead of addressing our feelings here. This is, uh, who's that lady that does all the psychology? Uh, mm, uh, I, f I forgot. Bre Brene Brown? Uh, no, it was uh, some very famous woman. I can't remember her name. But uh, So this is our psychology section, uh, folks, is that food uh, is a bypass to facing your own feelings and understanding why you have that anxiety and why food will fix it. That's very deep for a it, it Friday is. morning. It, it is. Uh, <laughs> that's where my head goes. I was so. just saying there's a pandemic or a quarantine 15, they call it. What is that? A quarantine 15. Did it's I, like the, uh, was it the college 15 or something like that? Yeah. Freshman, so, freshman 15. Yeah, the alliteration what, there. What does that mean? Uh, it means you, you, you pack on 15 pounds during the quarantine. Oh, everybody did. I from did. eating and drinking. and I did. Uh, yeah, I, you can't get out, especially no. in winter. You know, what are you going to do? You look at the yeah. four walls. It's the quarantine winter eat. 15. Yeah, exactly. You know, so 
Uh, anyways, the idea here, folks, is let's give you some tips of uh, maybe how you can make this uh, fridge of yours a little less attractive. Uh -huh. I know I, okay, I stay up to like uh, midnight most nights, and every night around 11:30, man, I am just drawn to that fridge like a magnet. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm with I'm in the same boat as you. This was probably really for me more than anybody here. So <laughs> okay. Uh, first and foremost, um, understand, like you were saying, food and your feelings. Okay, because it's really, uh, it's really hard sometimes to, uh, if you're feeling down, you know, it's uh, eating is good. Okay, so it can be very tempting. And uh, first thing is, is understand that uh, if, if you're going through a lot of social or emotional uh, upheaval, in fact, the Germans apparently have a word for it here. C c do you know how to say this? Where, where, I K missed that. Kummerspeck. Where is it? Uh, it literally it? means grief bacon. Kummerspeck. Oh. I probably didn't say that right. Oh, as soon as it, where is it? Uh, it, it? It's right down here. It's right over here. Uh, okay. So Yeah, Kummerspeck. You did good. <laughs> did I? Yeah. Do you speak German? Yeah. You do? Sehr uh, gut. Like, actually? I sang. I was an opera singer. I sang I don't all know what that means. Oh, my gosh. Does it mean you speak German? I did. At one time, I spoke <laughs> fluent German because yes. I sang in German. Kummerspeckte. Anyways. Kummerspeckte. Yeah, literally means grief bacon, apparently. And so no, no words like that in the opera. You know, mm -hmm. la Kummerspeckte. There you it go. Didn't, it didn't happen. Uh, so, uh, so, yeah, so that just means, you know, keep an eye out on if you're feeling, uh, you know, uh, angsty, Stressed, sad, yeah. go get some bacon. Angst is another um, kind of German word, too. Yeah, try not to go get the bacon is really what we're trying to say. Find you know, something so else what, to distract what, you. What can you do? Well, you, you try to find something else to take off your, uh, your mind from other things. You try to do something that's a, like a you, healthy alternative. You know what I do? I do 10 push-ups. Mm. Uh, so, folks, I love to snack. Uh, and I try to – so f two things that I do, Gabriel. I try to snack healthy. Mm -hmm. In other words, if I'm going to eat something, I'm not going to get bacon. I'm going to eat something. Maybe I have a slice of turkey or, or, or a mini salad or something. But then when I want to go for something that I know is not good for me, I've, what I've been doing lately is I'll, I'll say, you know, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do 10 push I'm going to do something physical. So I do push-ups. Good for or, you. Or I, do a yeah. or I do a down dog. You should see my down dog. I don't, I don't want to. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Joe, that's all you. <laughs> that's all you. <laughs> Producer Joe. That, yeah, do I'll leave you two to that. Uh, into, yeah. <laughs> in, into, a, into a serpent, you know. Uh, okay. Yes. Well, uh, yeah, so um, with that visual, uh, trying to move on. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's hard to, anyways, it's hard, try to focus on quality versus uh, quantity as well. Yep. Uh, if you eat quality foods, you can have more quantity. If you eat less quality foods, you know, like, okay, here's the idea. It's hard. This is willpower, folks. It's so hard. Uh, if you got that tub of Ben and Jerry's in your freezer, like I do right now, sitting at home, actual ice cream, mm. not almond mm. Ben and Jerry's. Mm. All right, you, you go go get a spoon and just take a spoonful from the tub and then put the spoon in the... I've literally had this happen before where I've used a spoon and I put it in the sink and then I'm like, okay, that wasn't quite enough. And I go get another spoon and I eat the spoon and I put it... Because you can't double dip the spoon, <laughs> okay? And uh, I, I and then I go I to... And then dip. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> well, I got other people... I got, yeah, but lots of people eat the ice cream with me. I can't double dip. Um, and uh, so then I go back to get a third spoon and I'm like... Man, I'm out of spoons. 
<laughs> so I literally, you know, you, you limit yourself by your quality spoon number control. quantity of spoons. You should write a book about that. Uh, anyway, so that's my uh, that's my tactic, okay? And uh, it sometimes actually helps instead of just getting you know half the tub in a bowl and using your single. Uh, spoon. I'm gonna get deep again. You got to find out why you're uh, what the anxiety is about. You really, mm. you, you. No, this is not anxiety. I just like ice cream. When you know? it comes to money. Money. Do you know money creates tremendous anxiety? I'm not disagreeing people? with you. I'm just saying. Do you general. know most mar- uh, fif- divorces? Most divorces are breakups. So over you're saying money? people can't eat ice cream for any other reason other than their stress? <laughs> yeah. Well, I go, if, if work, I go out to the, work out if I'm day. on a nice relaxing summer eve and I go past uh, the Froyo store to get some Froyo, is that because I'm stressed, or maybe I just want ice cream or well, Froyo? Then you have to dis- you have to see you have to observe in yourself. What is happening to determine if the ice cream is appropriate? Uh, all right, Freud. <laughs> I will uh, we'll agree to Just, disagree on that you, one. You can call me Zygmunt. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, all right. Last, lastly here, you know, watch your uh, – the biggest one is watch your uh, alcohol, okay? Um, I'm guilty of this one. I mean, I'm like I'm, – my wine budget has tripled during this pandemic here, folks. <laughs> Or mostly just triple since I had kids, maybe both. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, um, watch your alcohol. Try to have instead instead of having a bottle, uh, have uh, two glasses. Okay, try to cut yourself off there. Uh, one way to do that is you know, um, you know, like uh, try to like you know the stuff that they do at the grocery st- you know, the restaurants when they seal your uh, like vacuum seal your wine. Mm-hmm. You could get some of those at home and just vacuum seal your own wine, so it seems like a lot more work to open it back up and re-pour yourself a new glass. Mm. Like trying to, and here's my number one tip, folks. This is really the one that works for me more than any others, but I have a problem with it, which I'll share. Don't buy it, period. Mm. Like if it's in my house, I will eat it or drink the bottle of wine. But if I, like right now I'm currently out of beer, I have my I have no more beer left in my fridge, no, and guess what? Not guess what? I have not drank for the last Your week. Poor soul! I have not drank any beer because I have no I have no beer. <laughs> so you're drinking wine instead. Well, that's the pro- <laughs> but the point is like if it's in our so I have a it's easier for me personally. This is my own trick, not to go to the store to buy it, or even if I'm at the store, I can momentarily have the willpower to pass by the beer and not throw it in my cart. It's easier for me to do that than it is to not drink it or eat it if it's in my fridge. Yeah, and it's really good. When it's not in the house, you can't eat it. You can't. Um, so like or it's I, just more work to do so. So I love snacking on cookies. Like we bake, folks, you know, we, we bake chocolate chip cookies here fresh every day. And I have a dozen of them sitting on my desk. And I allow myself, and I really do this, I allow myself one cookie a day. Well, and I said to you the other day, but, why, why not you... Just take the plate out of your office. No, no, I can't do that because I get one a day. <laughs> but but if I'm in the if I'm in the supermarket, I can walk right by the cookies. I have no problem. I don't buy them. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So are you, are you go, going to announce our counseling department? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to say, folks. Uh, it, you know, it's hard, but uh, think about it and see if you're if you're on a mission to cut your uh cut your waistline back a bit like me i'm trying to do the same at the current moment uh obviously your number one thing that you can always do is is try to get some exercise that's the big one which has been hard with the pandemic in the winter but things should hopefully be looking up because that can counteract a couple of your crispy creams and your ice Mm -hmm. creams Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff so anyways 
Well, if I was going to say if you if you need help with that, don't I don't think we can really help you. <laughs> but uh, well, call, we give you peace of mind about your money. Yeah, right? I mean, we can definitely help you. you. Yeah, if you need help with your you. money, <laughs> and so avoiding the financial stress that could cause you to overeat at the fridge, uh, give us a call eight 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 three no eight four seven four nine nine three 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 zero and uh, or go to sglfinancial.com and go to contact us so that's our show for today hopefully you had a good time uh we had some fun here uh think about it guys financial strategies for success and sound financial decisions call us let us help you the number one don't procrastinate plan today and again sglfinancial.com 847-499-3330 until next time this is gabriel lewitt Stephen lewitt saying Adios. Stay well, everybody. Yeah, have a great day. Bye. Thanks for listening to Our Two Cents with Steve and Gabriel Lewitt. For any questions about your finances, give SGL a call at 847-499-3330 or visit us on the web at sglfinancial.com and be sure to subscribe to join us on next week's episode. Investment advisory services are offered through SGL Financial LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance and other financial products are offered separately through individually licensed and appointed agents.